The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get some psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don Delorente, and I'm joined by my co host, Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? star huh just just drop yeah. a plastic and be like oh yeah we don't need to do nothing else because this one is already great and yeah anything after this would be less than I, I totally get it totally get it um this is the rawcast we're part of the CSPN you can find us on the web at CSPN.us you can also find us on SoundCloud Stitcher Radio iTunes. All you have to do is search for the Rawcast dash the CSPN. Look for the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign, and the Rawcast will show up in your podcast queues once you subscribe each and every week. So we're coming off SummerSlam. We're coming off the first official beginning, I guess, of the reset of the new Triple H era with last week's Monday Night Raw. And SmackDown. So Real quick. We, yes, sir. Real quick. Um, did you record with Jade? No, I did not. Miss Jade uh, and I have had a terrible time trying to connect here in the past three weeks, a month or so. All right, so. Well, real quick. So, um, yeah. Your so boy. I found it real interesting that. You know, Killer Cross had a horrible. They had. They say he had a horrible match at the Rick Flair's last match event. Okay. And then Perry Cross shows up at the end of SmackDown, beating the, beating the holy shit out of Drew McIntyre. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know, and 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 <laughs> two things, two important things here. He wasn't dressed like a a a, a gladiator. A, a, low, uh, a WWE version of the Gladiator. Yes, <laughs> and the, the little skirt, and well, the skirt, but the everything else that came with it. And the one thing that 
I think folks have been clamoring for, we've been clamoring for since, you know, you know, his, um, his initial uh, promotion to the main roster. Um, Scarlet was there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it don't it don't work if Scarlet ain't there. <laughs> we already <laughs> we already saw that. didn't work with Scarlet, you know, on the main roster. But I'm just looking like that. That's that's his whole. I, I get I get what Adam Cole said. Yes, he bringing up Adam Cole and everything. But I get what he said. He has the girl. He needs the girl. Because of their solo, we like, eh, okay. Talking about with Scarlet. <laughs> well, up, Jim Ross would say. From the very first time, I I wasn't that familiar with Killer Cross, Carrion Cross, from his TNA run. So when they first brought him over and he came out on that takeover, without knowing anything, I was like, wow his valet manager or whatever is the star. She just popped off the screen. She just sucked up all his oxygen. Mm-hmm. And because, I mean, if you remember that very first night he came out hurt, she was like super extra with the fallen prey and the theatrics and everything. It's like, wow, she's a star. And then he came out and it was like, huh, not so much. And then, like, the next time they came out on NXT TV, she was real extra again with it. But I think somebody realized, like, yo, it's taken away from him. He's not as strong. So we need to back her off a little bit. And then they slowly started kind of reining Scarlet in as far as the entrances go, just so they wouldn't take away from him. But we all knew who the the main And it was was funny. And it was funny. I was like, I said, well, damn. I said, well, Sam might get called Bomber Carrying Cross and he was like, it's the only way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was the big the big on SmackDown. Carrying Cross comes back. Well, yeah. I think Campbell SmackDown um, New Day um, Kofi got revenge on um, Viking Raiders. Viking Raiders. Yeah. Um, um, they the fans turned on Liv. Yeah, the the fans went fickle on Liv. And uh, Kayla Braxton was pissed. Oh, oh, she was like, she deserves, she like, she like, she like, she like, she worked hard, she deserves it. And it was just like, it was just like, you know, wow. So, and she definitely was like, you know, say the fans, you know, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if that was just an isolated incident or if that is going to continue. We're in North Carolina this Friday, so we'll see. Yeah, they in Raleigh. Which somebody won't be able to go because he got planes. Oh, car is subject to change, brother. Um, may send the email and see. You know what? You know what? No, 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 never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> we'll be there Friday. They will be there Friday. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, current subject to change, really. I, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. I don't want to yeah. be the supposed to be the one out here winning for the two of us. No. You're <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be the one out here winning for the two of us. But anyway, um Yeah, so um probably some other some other stuff happens 
Um, what else happened? Oh, they had the um. Then they had the gauntlet. Yeah, the gauntlet match. Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. If you go back to that NXT form, yeah, you better watch out. They they tried to make Raquel Gonzalez a, a star, but I don't think too many people were buying it. Mm-hmm. She had the. She came in what third and had the long run where she eliminated like four people in a row. And then uh, Shayna Baszler put her in that care food to clutch and chucked her out. And uh, yeah. Shayna Baszler's going to face Liv at the castle. So looks like they're moving on from Ronda Rousey, which is good. Uh, Pat, Pat, you did. Yeah, uh, Ricochet wrestled Corbin. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ricochet wrestled Corbin. Yeah, and uh, the Telestrator thing was funny in the beginning with uh, McAfee basically using the John Madden Telestrator to show how he got the win over Corbin <laughs> that at SummerSlam, so that was pretty funny. Um, um, and he had, um, Ludwig he and yeah, Shinsuke, they, they had a match that Shinsuke won, so now he earned a title shot against Walter for the Intercontinental title, so that should be hard-hitting and fun. And uh, the Usos, they uh, they they're not being fair to Sammy. <laughs> so they not uh, they not acknowledging his honorary member status, uh, which is hilarious. But getting into this week's Monday Night Raw, we open with a recap: Bailey, Io, Io Sky, Io Shirai. To always be Io Shirai in my heart, Dakota Kai coming together and at SummerSlam, like <laughs> coming together at SummerSlam and running roughshod over the women's roster last week. So then we get the brackets for the announced women's tag team title tournament. Now they announced the tournament would take place on uh, SmackDown on Friday, so we're going to have our first match on this edition of Monday Night Raw. So. Uh, the brackets are Tamina and Dana Brooke versus EO Sky and Dakota Kai. Alexa Bliss and Asuka facing Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah taking on Zia Lee and Shotzi. And, in a surprise, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark from NXT 2.0 are going to take on Natalia and Sonya Deville. That was a shot. I've seen. I seen them more now. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. there's many C girls up on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, didn't have like a space for an open, for an open challenger or whatever. So it's going to be everybody's. I, I, say, I think that the winner is going to face a returning Sasha and you know. Okay. And like for like Tony Khan, we got two sets of belts and so now we need to unify them to see who the real champions are. I don't know about that. Because technically, Naomi and Sasha are still the champions. Nobody beat them. Yeah. So, Bailey, EO, and Dakota come out for a promo. Bailey says, ding dong. She can't believe that she's getting this kind of reception when the fans need her. They are here to save this women's division, and the role model needed to do something. Bailey says they are here to bring back the hunger and get rid of Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. She mentions EO Sky and Dakota Sky, and Bailey's like, "Yeah, 
I know I said her name wrong. I know it's Dakota Kai. But y'all idiots need to shut up so I can think. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, she talks about how bad things have gotten when Alexa Bliss and Asuka interrupt. Bianca Belair joins them with Asuka dancing to, ba- to Binky's music. And Bliss threatens Sky and Kai because she and Asuka will be waiting on them in the next round. On top of that, Belair isn't worried about Bailey, and they can have that six-woman tag match right now. Bailey laughs that off, and the match is made for the clash at the castle instead. That's good for Belair, and the fight is on right now. Everyone brawls into the crowd, and Alexa Bliss gets a dive off the barricade to take everyone out. That's why I said I was like, um, I said, I said, Alexa Bliss thinking she's back in NXT. <laughs> the way it's like, that's the, that's the idea. <laughs> so, but, um, when, um, when Bailey, when Bailey had told the fans to shut up, it reminded me of, um, you, I don't know if you remember, it's, a, it's an old, um, Eddie Murphy sketch from, um, Saturday Night Live, Keisha Bash, Martin, I think. And he mm-hmm. was like, he was like reading, he was like, you know, reading, he was like, you know, just doing the thing and he had messed up. He was like, yeah, so what? I messed up. <laughs> and he was like, he said, y'all keyboard. He was like, keyboard. He tried not to laugh, but the, the audience was just had to throw the ball and everything. He was like, keyboard. But yeah, but Bailey, that was, a, I like that opening promo and how it set up the match for them at um, Clash of the Castle. I like that it, I still don't like the opening monologue promo like that, but at least they got to some action really quick. You know, it didn't take too long to get to the to the brawling. I wish they'd start with like a match or start with something fast paced, you know what I'm saying? And not just come on and hear such and such standing in the ring and get ready to talk for 15 minutes. That don't get you to change the channel. Nothing else will, especially during football season, dude. Oh, of course. Hell, they just talking. Let's just, you know, see what's going on. Right. That's exactly what's going to be people's mindset. It's like, oh, they just talking? Okay, I can miss this. Um, This is going to be your favorite segment of the show, I'm sure. As it is time to heap praise and to laud the talents of one Angelo Dawkins as he took on Seth Rollins. The stomp misses and Dawkins hits a sky high for a close two count. Another sky high is loaded up, but Dawkins is reversed into the pedigree and the pin. After the match, Rollins stumps Dawkins again before Montez Ford can run in for the save. <laughs> Your boy looked good. Oh, now y'all want to say he looked good. Your boy looked good. Now y'all want, now y'all want to say, now y'all want to give him props. Now y'all want to be. That's why Daniel Daniel um, Bryan called y'all thick. <laughs> no, but he, he did look good. He 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 showed some some um real promise. I forgot who was it in the um, live tweet that was saying he um definitely um looked like he was putting work into them. And it was like that drop kick. It was like the drop kick early in the match. I said, well, he got some some um some hype on that one. I said, okay. I'm just saying he's been he's been working. He's definitely been working. I mean, of course, yes, Montez Ford is a star. Everyone knows the, the rocket ship was put on him. He's a sensible, quicker than um, Cameron Grimes to get there. 
<laughs> but I'm just saying, go sleep on dog. He's work, he working hard at his craft, and he's he's good in the ring. So it's like this enjoying this match with, with Seth proved that. I'm mean, like, yeah, I was like, okay, it's Seth. He's not going to win, but he's definitely going to um, get put over in this match. And that's why. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, you can get yourself over even in a loss. And uh, yeah, so they, they say that's, that's what um, I think was Cornette who said that, like, you know, he said you may have gotten the, like, no, you may have gotten the, um, you, you, you got the loss or whatnot, but with, with the fans come away from that match scene, mm-hmm. so that's, that's like the important thing. So, yeah, he, he lost, but, you know, he got to show out against um, Seth. So I was happy for that. We get a recap of Edge returning last week and promises to take out Judgment Day, followed by the team going after the Mysterios. Rhea Ripley accidentally caused Dominic Mysterio to get speared by Edge. And now we see Edge coming up to the Mysterios in our locker room and says that he has their bats against Judgment Day tonight. He says Ray, can, Ray buys that, but Dominic doesn't. Ray says he's known Edge for 20 years and he's family. He, you know, he trusts him. Dominic is like, You've known me for 25 and walks off. I'm trying to give Dominic a little, little role here. Well, you know what? We'll we'll, we'll talk about him later. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk about we'll, later on in this in this episode. Well, not in the episode, but in the recap, we'll talk about him and his shenanigans. Uh, Ciampa is asked about his United States title match, but Miz cuts him off and doesn't like the word phenomenal being used. Miz rants about AJ Styles for a bit before Ciampa says believe in him, just like Harley Race, his trainer, did. Race passed away about three years ago, almost to this day, and he is dedicating this win to Harley Race, whose Starcade 1983 robe is behind him. Tonight, Bobby Lashley will feel his sacrifice, and he is already lost. Uh, anything special about the Harley Race robe or just the? the I like the, I like the um the you know the the tribute to it. I like I like it. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's going. I'm just glad that the um that the um <coughs> the, the you know the mid titles are being you know they're you know it's a focus being put back for them because it's like. They're not props. You know, mm-hmm. these titles have you no know, legacy. You know, the U.S. title has legacy in both WWE and WCW. And in the continental title, well, nothing like that um, for a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm, just saying, I'm, just, I'm just glad to see that if the focus is being put on these titles to show, like, you know, let's give these titles the freedom of the prestigious, you know, as the prestige they are. Yeah, I think it's especially when you don't have the undisputed universal champion a part of your show every week. I think yeah, it, it definitely it, is. is. Oh, wait, wait. I thought I just think it, it is in your best interest to try to, you know, get somebody else that people are interested in week in and week out. But, yeah, and I'm just saying this this, you know, and seeing how these titles are being so, 
being pushed to the spotlight every because now we don't have like the the, the main the main championship on mm-hmm. the show. Right. I'm good with that because I want to see these titles get you know like get some get some shine, so much needed shine, and you know just they back put back on the pedestal that they're supposed to be on. So we'll see, you know I'm good with that. So you know Champa definitely. Um, with the Holly race, with the Holly race will show that you know he's a student of the game. We have Ezekiel taking on Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens bum rushes him right to the uh, in the corner, kicks him out to the floor. He hits an apron pop. Well, he does like a whole bunch of other shit, throws him into the stairs and bounces him off of a couple of things. Then hits the apron power bomb. Referee calls for the medics, and uh, we call this one a no contest. And uh, the bell never rang, and Ezekiel gets stretchered out of the building. So, so is this the the end of Ezekiel? I think so, dog. <laughs> I think they finna do. Uh, I think they finna let our man grow the beard back. <laughs> Yeah, man. Why don't you go ahead and how long does it take for you to grow that thing back? Okay, how, yeah, how about yeah. you be off TV for that long and we'll bring it back? You go, you know, play the guitar, you know, come back, and you know, we'll, we'll reintroduce you. <laughs> right. Finn Balor taking on Rey Mysterio. Um, I think this is where before this match. Um, Damian Priest challenges uh, Edge to a match in two weeks in Toronto on Raw. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Finn Balor versus Rey Mysterio. 619 is blocked with clothesline and it's a shotgun drop kick. The coup de grace misses, so Rey loads up the 619. But here comes Rhea Ripley carrying a destroyed Dominic Mysterio on her shoulders. And she comes out and then <laughs> drop that dude like a bag of dirt. And uh, that distraction lets Finn Balor hit the 1916. He follows that up with the Coupe de Gras. And Finn Balor is your winner. So, he rarely uses the 1916. Um, he rarely uses that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, um, good match. Um, Definitely, Rhea Ripley is definitely seeing the tweets and trolling the fans. Because last week, when she had Dominic, you know, wrapped around, wrapped around her leg, wrapped her legs around his neck, <laughs> and was like in the corner and everything, mm-hmm. there were a couple of fans using that Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, it should have been me. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> And then she had said, um, and then she had changed her um, display picture to that and said, um, Dom is living out y'all dreams. I was like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, well, damn. I said, she see y'all tweets <laughs> to her. Yeah, man. Uh, I've been commenting on this show for the past couple of weeks just about the visuals of Dominic Mysterio getting woman handled by Rhea Ripley. Now this week was a totally different visual because she's got this grown ass man on her shoulder walking out with him to the, uh, 
to the to the entrance, and uh, that was another sight to behold. Like, wow, Rhea Ripley, is there anything she can't do right now? It really looks like to me, Hunter's going to a very familiar playbook. China. You know what? I'm seeing it. Only thing is, she hasn't grabbed, I don't know who would be the comparable person to Marlena and shook the life out of her yet. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> um, yeah, she um, she was just standing there, you know, she was standing there minding her business. Next thing you know, we seen China just grab her, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" Mm-hmm. So Dana Brooke and Tamina, they said they're ready for the first round of the women's tag team title tournament. Bailey and company come up to laugh at them while promising not to take the 24-7 title. Tamina gets in Bailey's face, and we go to commercial. That leads us to Dakota Kai and EO Sky versus Dana Brooke and Tamina. Women's Tag Team title tournament first round matchup. Tamina hits a super kick into the Samoan drop for a two count. Bailey has to pull EO Sky out of Dakota Kai's way of Dana Brooke's dive against the barricade. That leaves Tamina to load up the Superfly Splash, but Dakota gets, I mean, excuse me, EO gets her knees up. Tamina puts on the brakes only to get kicked in the face by Dakota Kai, and the Over the Moon Salt by EO Sky gets the pin as Dakota Sky, Dakota Kai and EO Sky move on. So I'm like Bailey now. Look at you. Getting tongue tied. Uh, this was what it was. Right team won. Showcase for them. And, uh, yeah. So, no harm, no foul here. Um, E.F. Shirai, perfect moonsault. Yes. Of course. And uh, hopefully that was won't be the last time we see uh, that display on Monday Night Raw. But I, I thought they looked good. I thought Dakota and E.F. showed some... Good chemistry, tag team chemistry, and uh, they should go pretty far in this tournament. Kevin Owens is leaving the building. He doesn't like being asked for a comment. Unlike Ezekiel, he knows who he is, and since there are a lot of eyes on this show, he is here to remind people who he is. This is still the Kevin Owens show. And during this segment, though, there were a bunch of people, including Dewdrop and Nikki Ash, looking at a car that had crashed into um, had crashed in the background, like it crashed into one of the columns in the building. Uh, neither the people nor the car were ever referenced by the announcers. It wasn't, but everybody that watched everybody who watched at home was like, the fuck is going on in the background? <laughs> mm-hmm. That was kind of odd that, that, that was going on in the background. And I was just like, what the hell is this? I said, somebody crashed and they, nobody said anything. Mm-hmm. But you know who did? You know who did address it? Who? Rikishi. What? What did he say? It wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? As soon as you started to say that, it clicked about why Rikishi would say something. Oh my gosh! I did it! I did it for the rock. Right. Green home said, 
York when he said that. He said um, it wasn't me for real this time. <laughs> he put the because the five so the WWE on Fox um, they put the question they, they tweet the picture and put the question marks up and then he tweeted and said it wasn't me for real this time. <laughs> That's good stuff. That good stuff. Um, Kevin Owens definitely feels like he's going to be you know rejuvenated and put into a main event a player position now that triple h is back he's definitely ready they he gave uh ezekiel the same beat down he gave Sami Zayn when he first came to nxt he's almost the exact same beat down i mean because um sammy had just won the title Mm-hmm. this won the title they're celebrating who, who, who was his first match against him? I want to say I I, I want to say it was it wasn't Bo I want I'm thinking it was Bo Dallas. That's what oh, I want. That's what I feel, but oh, I'm not sure. Hold on, we about to um live. No, live. no, no, no. It was Neville. It was it was Pop. No, it wasn't. It not, wasn't. Not, um, not Sami Zayn. No, it was it was it was Neville and Sami Zayn for the title, and then Kevin Owens yeah, came in. Who was Kevin Owens' first match against the NXT? Oh, 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 oh! First match against the NXT. That, that was his first match. That um, that that takeover was his first match. Hold no, up. no telling. Some poor jobber. No, no, it was somebody. Oh, it was somebody decent? I think so. Let me um scroll down. The one is. Wikipedia. <laughs> um, Angelo Doc. No, I'm just fine. <laughs> you know, you would love it. Oh. <laughs> you want to know who it was? Yes. <laughs> I, all right. You want to do three guesses? No, because I, I can't even remember who was in NXT during that time. So just uh, just blurt it out. All right. I'll give, his, I'll give you his current name. Okay. Oh, word. Got doggone CJ Parker. Yeah. <laughs> or as we currently know him, Mr. Tony Storm. Yes. Yes. Tony. Yeah, it says NXT TakeOver R Evolution always defeated um, CJ Parker in his debut match. <laughs> in which Parker legitimately gave him a broken nose with a third, um, third eye palm strike. So he came in, he got broke, those got broken. The next thing you know, Sammy Sammy defeats um Sammy wins the championship. Mm-hmm. And you know, he hugs him. And then I was like, you know what? I was like, and I, I was like, I was like, this is the history. I was like, you know what? I think Kevin Owens is going to going to do something because I knowing his history, he ain't gonna just let you they ain't gonna let this let this go feel good moment go past you. But you know, Take them and power bomb them on an apron. I was like, oh, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's the uh that's the one that we that, that we know and love, man. That Kevin Owens right there, that vicious mean street Kevin Owens. That came up came up there and challenged John Cena for the um mm-hmm. the open challenge. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think um 
I think they may be starting to do that with Lashley after this particular episode, but but we get we'll get a little bit. We'll talk about that now. United States, ti- huh? I hope they do. If they do U.S. Open Challenge, then we go. United States title matchup. We got Ciampa taking on Bobby Lashley. The Hurt Lock is loaded up, but reversed into the Gargano escape. We are in Cleveland, so everybody definitely eyes perked up when they saw that. Uh, that's reversed into what looked to be a power slam, only to have Ciampa send Bobby to the outside. Back in, the Willow Bell connects for a two count, but another running knee is countered into a spine buster. Then the Hurt Lock is applied, and Bobby Lashley retains the United States title. What's that? Um, everybody gets slapped on and let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the way they shot Bobby coming out. Yeah. The way they had it up on that pedestal and, you know, yeah. doing the 360. I really liked that. I thought that was really cool. I thought that was really cool. So Miz and AJ Styles, they brawled during their break and had to be separated. Now they're going to face off later tonight in a no disqualification match. Now we have Almos versus two local competitors. Uh... One's a dude named Spencer Slade. He's got on some Steiner Brothers-like headgear. And the other dude is named Andrea. I'm not even going to attempt to say his last name. But uh, he is one of our um, Spanish brothers. Uh, it's basically general destruction. Um, Omos hits the choke bomb and gets the win. Typical squash. Handicap match just to get the big guy on TV and to remind people that, yes, he is impressive. Uh, Seth Rollins says he isn't worried about Riddle being back for an interview next week. He mocks Riddle's catchphrases and dubs himself the gatekeeper of this industry. If you want to know what is so bad about him, just ask Dana White, and he's still Seth freaking Rollins. Chad Gable, Chad Gable versus Dolph Ziggler. The moonsault misses, and Ziggler is back up with the DDT for a two count. Gable grabs the ankle lock, and Ziggler can't roll a bit, roll out of it. Instead, having to kick Gable in the face. The super kick doesn't work as the leg gives out, though, and Gable power palms him back into the ankle lock. Z- Ziggler manages to break it up this time and hits the super kick and pins Chad Gable. Um. I was here for the amateur wrestling that they were doing to start this match, but this crowd was like, nope. It's a third hour, pal. If y'all don't get this up and running, we about to you about to lose us. This could have been a, this could have been uh wait a minute, this was no never mind. I'm sorry, that's a prom match. <laughs> uh Ciampa and Lashley. Yeah, it could have been the main event. Yeah, I thought it was going to be the main event, the way that they were kind of boosting things up with uh, all week and everything with the promotion. Uh, Nikki Ash and Dewdrop are ready for Asuka and Alexa Bliss next week. Asuka and Alexa Bliss are ready for Nikki Ash and Dewdrop next week. Bailey and company come up to mock them as the wreck car from earlier is loaded up onto a wrecker. Then some cops, they come running from the car and by the women. So it's kind of like three things happening at once. You got... Uh, Bailey and them walking off. 
they're walking off and as they walk off the cops come running past and then aj styles comes walking up at the same time too so there's a lot of things for your eyes to kind of be diverted to in uh that little piece of business now we have our main event in the evening miz versus aj styles no disqualification phenomenal form is loaded up but miz throws the chair at aj styles's head the skull crushes finale gets two count Styles hits Miz with the chair, setting up the Styles Clash for the win. And AJ Styles is victorious over the Miz. Mm. Say what? I was just saying, AJ won the main event. Oh, damn. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute. I was like, that was quick. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this is that Paul Levesque show now, bro. We ain't got all these senseless promos in here for no reason. You got the action, boss. Right. I, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait. That, I was like, what happened? He's like, AJ won. I was like, oh, yeah. You don't have to worry about recaps and all that silly shit. Mm-hmm. All right, then finish up. Like I, I have a, I have a, I have, um, no, I, I, have, I, I have a theory that what would have happened. Vince was still being in charge, but okay. well, no, I'm good. Uh, I just, you know, I thought Monday Night Raw paced very well. Um, sir. Yes, sir. You're forgetting something. Well, oh, 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 oh. Because my notes doesn't have this. I had to see this on YouTube. Um, so, AJ Styles wins. And after the match is over with, he's, uh, you know, in the ring celebrating or whatever. And then all of a sudden, we see like what appears to be a fan or somebody in a hoodie come like running up to the to the to the barricade with the security guards and cops close behind so they nab the person uh before he could get over the rail and it is none other than dexter Lewis. dexter Lewis is back baby not the splash everybody was hoping for but Another one of Triple H's guys. Talking. Uh, yeah, it did get people talking. Talking because it wasn't Johnny Gargano. That was the thing. Everybody thought they was going to hear Rebel. Everybody kept saying, I don't hear Rebel Heart by the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Johnny Gargano, man. Especially if you've got any uh, ties to uh, NXT Black and Gold. If that was your ish, then you are definitely a fan of Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Definitely a fan. Um, so what did you think about the way they did that thread throughout the show? The, uh, what, the car thing? Yeah, the car crash and the car. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's kind of genius because it's something we haven't seen on the show, like something went on the background and it was just like, you know, we're just like, the hell's going on? And you're not addressing it. So, like, we're seeing it. Like, as fans, we're seeing it, and it's just like, so what's going on? Like, what? So we kind of just, like, kind of kept us intrigued and had us talk about it online. So it's just like, it's kind of like a dynamic. You're at the live show, and you're watching it on the TV. And, like, you see something that they don't see at the live show, and they're probably like, that's what people talk about. Mm-hmm. And they go home and watch the show, and they see the, um, they see the, the, the car crash, the, the car being loaded up, put on the tow truck, and then 
Well, I'm sure they they saw the Dex Loomis thing. I think Dex that has a, is a connection between that having and him being there. Mm-hmm. Um. Now I'm gonna say this: if Vince was still there and Dex Loomis got called up to the main roster, first of all, his name would be changed to some kind of play on a on a on a psycho movie character or something like that. Mm-hmm. Second, I think he would have been stalking Dana Brooke for that twenty four seven time. That would been his. That would have been his ordeal, and they were like, "Damn, he got called up, and now he's just stalking Dana Brooke." So. That's some very interesting booking, sir. Yeah, but Vince isn't there no more, so we we don't, we, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, you're right. That, that's why. I, you know, it is the whole new world, the wild, wild west when it comes to WWE right now. I mean, there are rumors that they got Bray Wyatt coming back. Now, I believe that when I'll see that. But, um, you know, that just shows you the power of Triple H. And uh, he's been working the phones and, and trying to get these people get back into WWE so he can cre- produce this great, exciting wrestling show once again and, and try to breathe life into uh, Monday Night Raw especially so at least Mo you'll be better for it if he's able to pull this off because now you won't have the worst show to review each and every week as you currently do nah I'll be able to um... bask in the glory of having yeah. good Monday Night Raws yeah I won't be like, why am I watching the show? <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, it's time to turn it over to you for the Mo Melser news segment. All right, so I really don't have much this week because this has been a new, you know, a new regime, so not, not no real news coming out. Um, so. So the big thing today is um, WWE reported an additional $5 million in improper payments made by Vince McMahon. Mm, mm, mm. And I'm like, damn, Vince. You really... I said, you really was, was throwing out that... throwing out those payments for it, you son. I, man, it's... Uh... It, it gets worse and worse as we, you know, move down the line with Vince and these uh, these payments. Um, things you used to be able to do in the 80s and early 90s you can't do anymore, sir, because you're a public traded company. And now, now it's not just your money. It's other people's money, too, and they don't want you spending it on trysts and rendezvous. And, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, Vince ain't coming back at all. So anybody who was afraid that, you know, this was a work or, oh, he's just going to be on the telephone the whole time telling people what to do. Nah, I, I don't I don't think that's necessarily going to be the case now that this uh, these payments uh, and this money uh, has been, you know, found out about, traced back to, you know, the company's funds. And, uh, yeah, they're not having that. Yeah, so... Um 
Yeah, he's definitely not. Um, yeah, he's definitely not coming back. So, um, yeah. So that's that. Um, so Booker T says he wants to see two AEW superstars in WWE. Mm, okay. One has already been. One was was already previously there, but somehow found his way out. Mm. So he the two that he he said he wanted to see were Wardlow and Andrade. That would be fun. I don't know if Wardlow's got enough experience, but maybe a, a couple more months as champion. Yeah, they definitely could hook it up. Um, yeah, I agree. And he would definitely, you know, um, it would definitely be interesting if, if Andrade was to come back, an interesting spin on know how they played out there because he was definitely booked good in NXT. Mm-hmm. The NXT title win was very unexpected, but yeah. it was like he didn't really get a chance to just he was like teamed up with um, the old boy named Angel Garcia um, and it was like they weren't really letting them do what they had to do. But oh, I meant to say I think congratulations to A.G. Garcia and him and his wife welcome to the newborn. I think it was a newborn girl. I think it was a couple weeks ago. Oh, congrats to them. Huh? I said congratulations to them. Yeah, that's why you haven't seen... We haven't seen him. We haven't seen um, the other one. Mm-hmm. That old maternity leave. Yeah. Um... So Lashley feels that Logan Paul should shake more hands backstage. Oh gosh! Yeah, kind of like the whole, kind of like the whole Leo Rush should have been carrying bags. Well, it is uh, now. Some of the things from the territories are still left over, but one of the things is when you come into a new territory, a new locker room, or whatever, you're supposed to go around and shake everybody's hand and introduce yourself to them. Yeah, like learn from people and put yourself. He said he was doing good, but you know, you just like to see him you know, be a little bit more open to you know, shaking hands and talking to people and experience things like gaining you know, knowledge. From yeah, that's um, The girl Asia Smith and Leon Ruff, they like, I think I'm both out from getting married. Okay. Congrats to those two kids. Yep. You know, um, you know, it's cool to see, you know, um, the those people getting married and everything. So that's good for them too. Yeah. Which um, which is not for the best. 
We got what's the matchups? Uh, we have Cedric Alexander versus Shelton Benjamin and Mustafa Ali versus T Bar. Versus T Bar, mm-hmm. it's like the fourth time they wrestled this year, it seems like. Um, yeah, I'd watch that. I think Cedric and Shelton would be worth the worth my time, and then main event Mustafa. I think, um. They might be built toward a Cedric and Christopher tag team. Mm. They work a lot on main event and everything, so we could be pushed toward them in the tag team. Well, that'd be cool. Okay, now, um, what the lineup for the level up? Yep. Right. Um, first match will be. Eichmann Zero versus Miles Bowen. Uh, Electro Lopez versus Soul Luka. Andre Chase and Bodie Gable versus Luke and Prince and Bronco Luma. Um, nah, I'm not as interested in that one. Hey, for Electro Lopez? Mm, I may maybe isolate Alicia Lopez for her one segment, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be much more than that. Like I was, I was telling, I was saying that the live tweet yesterday. I said Dominic and um, Dominic and Rady the hitter, a lady hitter. <laughs> now, yeah, they need to try to uh, maybe recruit Alicia Lopez to come up and. At least keep her eyes on Rhea. I don't think she'll be able to, you know, manhandle Rhea, but at least the the odds will be even somebody who can actually put their hands on her. Right. Because at this current state, the way she's been doing Dom, she definitely is overdue for hands being put on her. But, you know. Is what it is on that situation. Oh, oh, damn. Forgot about this. Law Knight's officially been let go from the WWE. Who? Johnny Ace. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No more people power. Then I forgot. Um, yeah, we knew that was, I mean, we pretty much knew that was going to happen. Yeah, we knew that was coming, but it was just like the official announcement. So you, yeah, think, yeah. you think Kevin Dunn is next? He was calling for Kevin Dunn to be next, but. Look, he's trying to hang on. Looks like he's trying to be a survivor. I don't know if it's going to um, work out for him in the long run, but... Yeah, Johnny Ace, you knew, you knew once, uh, once that story got out about Vince and... Uh, paralegal and then how you know he presented her to Johnny Ace as a gift yeah you, it, was, it was over for him right then so um, on Kate's side seats and they talk about some theories about the um, his theory has been gone for the past couple of weeks mm-hmm. and so 
know when he when um he had dissipated NXT. Loomis was behind that, so mm. so could that be long term booking? Yeah, maybe. You know, um, this is it's always calculated, you know, most of yeah. the time. So, yeah, figures probably long term booking. Yeah, also on, um, I'm still reading Kate's side, they're saying that Rhea Ripley fans can't get it up for her dominating dominant Mysterio. Like, <laughs> yeah. She said, "Don't be out." Like I told you, she put the put the put the choke in his tip around her neck. He said, "Don't be out here looking for dreams." <laughs> and then she tweeted a picture of um of him um, when she dragged him out, and she said, "Poppy." <laughs> yeah, man, it has been a, uh, a the the montage of Rhea Ripley. Manhill and Dominic is going to be awesome in the uh, pay-per-view recap video. And then somebody else um, had tweeted out Raw each week. It said Rhea Ripley in the meme said Rhea brutally attacked Dom. And so remember the, um, the backstage segment with Rhea, um, Bianca, and um, Liv Morgan, and they were trying to do a fist bump. Mm-hmm. And so they got all of us me next. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so like I, like I told the young lady who um, I say at this point now this is his king. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, he looks like he's uh he's enjoying himself a lot uh, to get put in these situations to be harmed and maimed by Rhea Ripley. Right. I think this might lead to something big. Yeah, it's going to lead to what everybody in the Spaces and Live tweets has been talking about for two years. Dom turning on his daddy. Anything else? Kind of like Scott went through. Make sure I didn't miss anything. Um, Are you excited? They said Kola Bushi is hitting at a maybe hitting at a potential AEW run. Okay. Well, yeah, he's uh, he's he's not feeling New Japan's management right now, so. He come over here and do some things with Kenny. Reunite to go to um, lovers, maybe. Anthony Gogo definitely was said that his um he said that the um that his his highest profile AEW segments was dog shit. And I know you probably know which one it is. Mm mm. I don't actually. Cody shit. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Right. 
Man, that's 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 the interesting relationship that I want to get down to the bottom of. Cody and Triple H. After Cody done went and did all this, there's more than one first family professional wrestling and busting up the throne and all that. I wonder how they gonna coexist. Right. Well, that's all right all right well this time mr mo to the underscore reese i'm gonna turn it over to you sir for your shout outs and thank yous uh shout out to you don uh shout out to jane uh simi shout out to terry boy and shout out to uh, folks that come to here um, send me rant on um, the Patreon. Thank you, listeners, um, for hearing hear me and Dawn talk about random stuff like sports and other things like that. Uh, shout out to our Spaces crew. Uh, shout out to me. I'll be on the Watch What You Pod this upcoming weekend. We'll be talking about the latest book that we read. Um, called Happy Ever After. Price and other things is more than what entertainment price and rest and stuff too. Um, so shout out to the Julep and Lady B. Um, shout out. Yeah, shout out to, um, well, everybody who eat a live treat with us. Yeah. It's, thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for this you know, for the, um, providing the voice commentary with color. Thanks for allowing us to um, use hours. Um, yeah. All right. Well, first and foremost, thank you, Mr. Mo, to the underscore Reese once again for joining me here on the Rawcast. Uh, thank you to Miss J to the Max. Thank you to Miss Simi. Uh, thank you to Sam and Greg and Dee Dee and Mel, because Mel always gets shout outs. Uh, thank you to Miss Jupiter Julep and Madame Lizette, Miss V, and everybody over there on the Watch With You podcast. Definitely appreciate them and their support. Um, thank you to the guys in the Twitter spaces, Black Marvel, Black Highland, Kyle at Wren, holding it down as they do usually over there. Thanks to everybody who uses the hashtag Rawcast each and every Monday night. Live tweets with us. Uh, in the twi- in the uh, live tweet on Twitter, which is always a lot of fun. Uh, like uh, Mo said, continue to support us. You can do that over on our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. There you can hear our review of the dark match and uh, of AEW on the dark match. And you can also hear our pre and post show conversations uh, that we have before we record these particular podcasts. Uh, you can also uh, support our sponsors by going to cspn.us, clicking on the tab that says Keep Our Podcast Free, and uh, you click on that and uh, do some purchasing through those uh, particular sponsors, and some money will come back to the show to help keep things up and running each and every week. So thank you again to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese for joining me here on this edition of The Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente. Please stay tuned for the parting promo.
feared him. Rey Mysterio thinks that we should fear him. The two of them can't even get the same page. Poor little Dominic Mysterio's already abandoned both of them. The Judgment Day isn't afraid of anyone. You know why? Because fear isn't real. Fear is a product of your imagination. But you know what? Danger is real. Danger is very real. And Rey Mysterio, tonight you're gonna find out that I am danger. be clear with you if I wanted to tonight I would lay you out but in two weeks we're in Toronto Edge hasn't wrestled on Monday Night Raw in Toronto in what 12 years well here it is I'm officially challenging you to a match one-on-one -on -one, you and me the rated R superstar versus the punishment of the Judgment Day. If you still have a set, let's end this. Edge, you may have started the Judgment Day, but in Toronto, in front of your family and whatever friends you have left, The Judgment Day will